What's up, dog? What's good with it, man? Respect. <laughs> Nothing but respect. Hold on, my G. Good to see you, boy. Good to see you again. Yes, sir. just gradually just walking this bitch. <laughs> he walk in talking. Just talking. Talking. All right, let's do it. Where y'all want me? Here? Right there. Wherever you want to be, baby. Here? Right here? Right here? Oh. Put the pillow behind you if they, them feet can't hit the ground. Fucking man. <laughs> I'm a fucking man. Right? You want to fucking start that? You got to remember that. Men come in, men come in all hey, sizes, bro. Right? I'm telling you now, you got to think who you deal with. You want to start? You want to start? I'm fast. <laughs> those shots, listen. Those shots come fast. You won't know. If you're <laughs> you start to look up. Bro. Wait a minute. All right. It's enough. It's enough. Oh, Nobody's ever questioned your manhood, though. Listen. Okay, I'm ready. You Let's ready? Go. All right, cool. I mean, I mean, he said he ready. He's hey, guys, don't fuck this up. He told you. All right, this is a big opportunity. <laughs> don't fuck this up, okay? Is it that big of an opportunity? It's a big opportunity. <laughs> it's this a podcast little opportunity. Is, podcast is about to after this right here. All bro, right? Hey, <laughs> hey, bro, I've watched your podcast. Hmm? This is going to go, I have a podcast. If I had a podcast, I'd shoot bro, myself. Heart to heart? <laughs> what is that? It's heart to heart. It's a talk show. Your talk show? Yes, not a podcast. Come we, on, kill your, we kill your numbers. The talking media. We kill your numbers. Well, do you own this? Yes. Yes. Well, do you have a distribution and media outlet for it? No, we don't. Oh, that's weird. I do. Hold up. Limitless. Take a semi cap pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a semi cap pin in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Welcome to the pivot, man. Shoot, uh, this guy needs no introduction. This is Kevin Hart, uh, man of many jobs. We got Young Chan, Freddie T. First off, I'm gonna get be serious before the show starts because I know where this is going. NFL family. Uh, we lost our brother in Jimmy Williams um, recently. He graduated wow. in 1997 from high school in Louisiana with me. He married one of my good friends um, from college, and she reached out to me and told me how proud she was that we were doing this show and how much it helped. And she said she thought about that after Jimmy passed, that you should give people their love uh, while they're still here. So to Chandra and Ace, his son, to all of his family members, uh, we're praying for you guys. Uh, God bless you all. And um, so we dedicate this show to you. And obviously, it's the biggest show we've ever done. And that's Strong. why I wanted to do it here. Strong. Um, Strong, man. Um, first of all, uh, RIP and prayers to the family. Um, I do want to start off, man, by, by simply showing you guys a little bit of love. Like, I'm, I'm doing this because, A, I'm a fan, but, B, I love, to see, uh, I love to see us move and navigate in this space of entertainment differently, right? And when you got people that are doing groundbreaking things where you support it by um, adding to the groundbreaking moments, right? Like, the people that you got coming on your show, the discussions that you guys are having, not for one minute, please don't think that it's not impactful or necessary. You guys have discovered a way to be new in a lane and space where so many are. Uh, and that's a big deal. So I'm here simply because I love and support the thing that you're doing, but also because it's dope. So I want to take a moment to give you guys your flowers at the top. We'll get in, we'll talk. But you guys are doing some dope shit, which is why we're doing what we're doing now. Love it. All right? And now we appreciate that. And this is and this is different for me. So we did, we were on first take at FAMU together. We both killed Stephen. Nice suit that day, by the way. Thank you. Very nice. You told me it was tight when we stood up. No, it was you went snug, you went snug, but it was a good suit. By the way, a tailored suit is the right suit. That's why we was on Stephen A. That's what I remember about the FAMU day. Nice suit. Appreciate it. But you coming off of really what's historic. I was, I saw you with Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. And you've now grown into what is a megastar in many different, in many different medias, man. I mean, you have, you know, you have shows and you, you do movies and Netflix series and all of these different things. Where did that work ethic start, though? Because I watched the, the docu-series and it's Laugh Factory and, and, and small clubs and those things. Did that set the foundation to have you where you are, where you got your, your foot on their neck and you still ain't letting up? Um, it's the discovery. I think it's a discovery of the opportunities that present themselves based off of what you're willing to work for, right? Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of talk about what you want to do, about what you can do, but the energy and effort that goes behind that sometimes doesn't match. What I found out early on is I said, look, if I, if I want to do something and I'm willing to actually go out and 
put the effort and actions behind it, well, my chances of executing in said thing or on behalf of said thing, well, they're, they're actually real. And I set baby steps, you know, little baby goals, not big ones, but small ones. And, oh shit, what I'm saying and I'm doing, I'm actually, I'm actually achieving. And the goals get bigger. They get bigger. They get bigger, they get, they get bigger and bigger. So I found out that your worst enemy is you and your ability to stay true to the thing that you want to do. If you lie to yourself and cheat yourself, well then you're not fooling anybody but yourself. But if you actually get up every day and you got that action, and you got that energy that's like, I have to go and do this because I'm trying to get here. And you know every day you're working towards that, well, you're gonna get there. It may take you longer, some may do it shorter, but you're not going to lose. Right. So I got addicted to winning. Got addicted to winning and I found, I found that you can win more when you surround yourself with more winners. I found that putting yourself in the environment of motivational, inspirational uh, personnel, people that just want shit out of life. It's addictive. You, you, you get that, like that rubs off. So my surroundings changed. My ideas grew. My wants grew. And you know, now you're looking at a, you know, you're looking at a guy that quote unquote is a mogul, um, but I'm, I'm building. And I'm building with amazing talent, amazing personnel. With, with all you got going, bro, that's a crazy thing, bro. The movies, the heart, uh, what is it, Heartbeat Productions, mm -hmm. all the stuff you're doing, man, stand up, mm -hmm. tours and all that. Most importantly, family. Mm -hmm. Got kids, married. Mm -hmm. Do you feel as if something has to sacrifice? Are you short stroking <laughs> any of those opportunities? Uh, I mean, you can't. It's, it's, look, it's a gift and a curse. You can't want the, the bells and whistles and not understand the sacrifices that come with it. You know, some things are going to be a little tougher, right? Like now I'm at a point where I can give my family more time. I can be more available, but the work that goes into building things, sometimes you gotta be hands-on until you don't have to be. And the grind that goes with that is one that's necessary. Uh, so when you talk about heartbeat, right? You're talking about what started off as a production company where I was just developing ideas and selling ideas and being a producer on things, but it was going to another entity. I figured out that I can be my own entity. So growing heartbeat to the point where, you know, we're, we're a company with a valuation of 700 million now. We're, we're full-fledged media. I'm a media, I'm a functional media outlet. TV, film, radio. Uh, I, I don't, if it's advertising, is it unscripted, scripted, whatever that thing is or that thing may be, I now have the ability to outsource new talent, create opportunities for, and make things happen. I am now a bridge to success for some. Um, that's different, that's, a, that's the bigger side of the win. And that only grows, right? I'm not that if I don't see Tyler Perry, if I don't see Hove, if I don't see Oprah. Like if you don't see the people that have built things and that have put a blueprint out there, you can ignore it or you can go, oh shit, it's doable. I, I chose not to ignore it. So in doing that, all right, you gotta sacrifice a little bit. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm a little stressed out at times, but I'm 43. What's my end goal? Where am I trying to get and when do I wanna be there? By the time I'm 50, maybe I'm relaxed and my feet are up and I'm not fucking working another day and neither is my family. Maybe I'm building generational wealth. Maybe I'm changing a narration that's attached to me, my household, and what's coming after. It's all about what you want and what your end goal is. You know, this isn't for other people. This isn't, I'm not working and busting my ass for the benefits of others. I'm trying to create and change something so that other people coming after can go, oh fuck, we can either do that same thing or we can go past it. Even RC started off and you mentioned the people that came before you. Mm -hmm. You know, you had the, the, the Eddie Murphys and the Bernie Macs. They're not doing it to the scale in which you did it mm -hmm. because they didn't have a production part of it, but they went from uh, comedic stand up you know, to, to movies and everything else. Um, and, and I'm pretty sure like us, people like to say they had dreams and visions. Uh, you're larger than life. What were those early visions 
And this is more so for our viewers, right? Because I'm sure a lot of them want that overnight success. Mm -hmm. And that shit, it doesn't happen that way. Did you ever uh, envision yourself at this magnitude doing the things that you're doing right now? No, no, you can't, you can't say that you have. You can, you can see success. You can want success, but... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What you manifest in what you may get can be two different things, right? I want to be a successful comedian. I didn't know that being a successful comedian would open up these other doors and I could go through this other shit, but when you see it now, it changes, right? But from the beginning, it didn't start that way. Eddie Murphy, when you talk about Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy was not just comedy. Eddie Murphy was, he was stardom. Eddie Murphy was the definition of stardom. Eddie Murphy was the comedian that matched the same energy of high-level success with stand-up comedy as movie box off. Like, he, right. you gotta understand that that doesn't happen, right. right? Like, that synergy and that parallel, it doesn't happen. So when you see that, you're like, whoa! That I wish, I hope, maybe. Man, but you probably can never. Having the opportunity to do the same thing and be in that same space, you're never gonna achieve what he achieved, you're never gonna surpass what he did, but you can create a different conversation that's attached to you. And as I gain momentum, I realize that that's what I now was doing. I'm, I'm creating a different conversation and attaching it to myself. And by the way, so does Seinfeld, mm-hmm. right? Like, so you have, you have different versions that some people may, uh, may realize or may not. Kings of comedy, right? Like you got, you got different conversations you got different things that changed the dynamic of what we do. Comedy is an event, not because of Eddie Murphy, but Kings of Comedy reinvented the event. Dice Clay was doing it and it was great and Jeff Foxworthy and his guys, they were doing great numbers in arenas, but people dressed up to go to the Kings of Comedy. People put on, people put on mink coats, people fucking had on suits. It was an event because they made it an event. They had the suits on first. Oh shit, comedy, it's changing. Those doors are open because people figure out ways to change the locks and open them up again. I'm just changing the locks and open up again. Chappelle, rock. Like we, we you're, you're seeing uh, an energy that's constantly reinventing a thing that has been around forever. But if you don't have the talent and understanding with the talent, of how to create, recreate, and move and operate so that it's fun and that it seems new and energized every time, then we'll be stagnant. What's crazy to me, especially when you start to mention uh, the, the guys that, that started, you know, uh, I, I wanted a, a red leather suit when I was mm-hmm. growing up, because I saw Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. in one, and I thought it was cool, and I mm-hmm. had to wear no shirt under it. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked my mama, could I get one? And she was like, baby, you can't do that, because you ain't got the type of money to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you look at Eddie Murphy's life, and the different marriages, and the kids, and now Steve Harvey, who his wife and, and, and their lives has now become some of the quote-unquote black goals of what mm-hmm. people watch. But now, we live our lives so publicly. Mm-hmm. And if you show, if you show the good, people want to see the bad you've dealt with different things from decisions you've made that most times, especially back in the day, people got to handle in their house, mm-hmm. right? If me, me and my wife got something, we talking about it at our house. It's not something that has to be put on front street. If I, if I say something wrong, I said it in my house, it wasn't on Twitter, so I didn't have to get the backlash of the rest of the world. How have you, one, become so successful despite the missteps that you've had publicly? Because they're not, they're not real. You, the, the reactions from the people on the outside, it's not real. There's no such thing as fucking perfect, right? Like, all right, people fuck up. People do dumb shit. Unfortunately, it's the world we live in. I myself have fucked up several times. I raised my hand proudly. I've done a lot of dumb shit. And doing dumb shit, your goal is to get better, correct it, hopefully not revisit the dumb shit, 
Hopefully you get better. Hopefully you get smarter. Some people do, some people don't. You think jail is there and has that many people in it because people learn their lesson instantly? Or do people revisit dumb shit? It's not new. This isn't uncommon. But in the world we're in today, people go shocked. I can't believe. Yeah. Whoa, oh, who? Ha! <laughs> I can't. Who? You motherfucker. Right, right, what? Right. What? You get to lifting up everybody's hood and looking underneath that goddamn, you want to see the dynamics of everybody's car? Right. Everybody's car don't run right. Everybody's car ain't built with the best metal. Everybody's car don't have the proper uh, alignment to make sure that you're and uh, fuel injection is what it's supposed to be. Everybody got shit. But you can ignore it or not. I'm concerned with how I deal with mine. I'm not concerned with the world of opinion of others. I never have been. So when you look at all that I've been through, my ups and downs, I'm human. I'm fucking human. At the end of the day, that doesn't justify what I've done. It doesn't make it right. It means that I'm supposed to get better as I grow. There's nothing doper than an old man or an old woman because they talk to you about life. Mm-hmm. And they got experience to talk to you about life. You know what the dumbest shit is? Talk to a young person that speaks as if they know about fucking life. You don't know shit, you young dummy. <laughs> you don't know shit. I'm 43 and I'm still discovering shit. Like, you don't, that's the benefit of being around the older generation right. of having a grandma, a grandpa, a fucking aunt. Mm-hmm. The benefit is getting some life experience and goddamn wealth of knowledge. That's the benefit of it. So I love that throughout my career, throughout my life, my mistakes have been public. And I love that people can see the way that I've handled them and the way that I've attempted to turn around. It's not a secret. Right. I don't need it to be a secret nor do I need your approval or disapproval. I don't, it doesn't matter. So when you say, how do I continue? It's because I realize that it's not real, right? Like we're, we're in a time now where people view social media as the end all be all. Mm-hmm. There's a gift and a curse to it. The gift is that it gives you an opportunity to talk to your fan base, generate a fan base, gives you an opportunity to create material, uh, push that material, and you can do it in a way to where it's all you. And, if people grow and gravitate towards it, great, you're building something. The curse is, if you read those comments and you believe those comments, mm-hmm. then you become the comments. Right. If you don't give a f- about it, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. 500 comments or 1,000 comments or 2,000 comments has nothing to do with when you walk outside and you go about your day. Nobody that you bump across is gonna go, hey man, I'm the one that said this <laughs> on your page. Right. right. It never yeah. happens, because yeah. right. it's not real. So my process of it and the way, that I, the way that I receive it is very grounded. I have a grounded sense of reality and you know, I'm very thankful for that. If that moved, changed, I'm in trouble. I'm in fucking trouble. Bro, and one thing, you said two things you said, just the grounded part, the humbleness part, but also don't like, the don't fuck it up. Yeah. Watch, watch it all, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? The don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. Like, and then laugh at my pain. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, like, once you started telling your story, once you started making, you know, jokes and laughing at your pain, that's when I felt as if you took off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that a decision you had to make? What, what created that? Because once you started mocking yourself almost, it was like, oh, this dude, like, be that's real. when I think you took off. He's real. real. I don't yeah. know if it's yeah. real. I don't know what, what, what started that, but. No, you're, 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 you're spot on. I mean, look, self-deprecating humor um, is what I feel is like the, the best humor, right? And there's stages. I have stages in my comedy career. And in the beginning, you know, it's, you're introducing yourself to the world. And what you'll learn and what I've learned from watching the greats you walk away from anything that they've done knowing about them. You know about them. Pryor's great because you knew he did cocaine. Mm-hmm. You knew his problems. The yeah, the the you, knew, you knew his struggles, <laughs> yeah. right? It wasn't a secret. You knew about it. He was fucking great because of the, the raw approach to, I don't give a fuck, I'll tell y'all. 
I flushed the cocaine down and told my grandma. <laughs> yeah. had Eddie was great because Eddie told you where he came from. He was poor. My dad was an alcoholic. He used to whoop our ass. Like, you, you're laughing, but he's letting you know who the f he is. He's letting you know who he is. Chappelle, unapologetically himself. Rock, same thing. Um, I can go down the list and not leaving anyone out purposely, but using those names as references. The beauty of it is that if you choose to put yourself out there, then you're making the choice to simply be you and have fun being you. My therapy is being me. Here's my good, here's my bad. And in comedy, when I'm on stage, I've done that. Now, there, it got to a point where my brand got to a place where it was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm low-key turning into the, I'm the family guy that, okay, shit. All right, well, let's, figure, let's sit for a second and figure it out. Now I'm in a space where it's like, okay, I've done that. I need to give people a reminder. This, this tour that I'm on now, Reality Check, is just, just in case you fucking forgot why I sit where I sit or why I am where I am. This, this one's just a reminder for what I do, right? I'm, let me go back to a little raw. Right. Let me go back to a little edge. But let me make sure I'm still having fun in my craft. You gotta constantly recreate yourself in your craft. That moment that I made the decision to be honest, to be personable, to put it all on the table, well, that's because I was going through a lot of shit and I was like, oh, yeah. No sense of keeping this to myself. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> here it come. Yeah. My dad. All right, here's what he did. My, my wife. Oh, well, I did this. It was all, let me get it out. And the response came, it was an overwhelming response from it. So that did help amplify. But now, you know, at 43, 20 plus years in, it's not about getting to the top. It's about staying there. How the fuck do you stay there? That's what people don't think about. Like, how do you stay there? That's the, the, the real struggle, staying there. It's not getting there. It's the perception from the outside of what now? Yeah. Oh, you got the model. Yeah. Shit, yeah. let yeah. us know. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years. But you got to get the next step, though. <laughs> yes. the next step. I'm saying, like, that's the, that's the real work. Yeah. So at this point in my career, I look back and I go, well, I've been up here for, I've been up here for a minute. I got. I got. I need other branches. Mm -hmm. So my my branches became the business. The business became my. Because if I build that, well, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna own everything I do. Right. I'm gonna own the the space. So if this ever does peak down, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I'm in a. My hobby is ownership now. Mm. My my hobby is realizing the rooms that I've been able to get into, the hands that I shake, and the personnel that I'm around. I don't take that for granted. Are you just supposed to shake their hands? Or are you supposed to make more of those moments? That's what we don't do enough of. Our culture is caught up in the cool. Our right. culture is caught up in what we are. And you don't realize the reason why the other side has worked so long and why they're so successful is because they figure out how to hold on to the handshake. Mm -hmm. They hold on to the handshake. Create, they create those, more handshakes. Keep, yeah. Yeah, do we, those relationships. We, we don't. Right. We, we minimalize the opportunity to grow and be around and be a part because we're so self, so self-involved. I'm the shit. I don't need that shit. I don't fuck out of it. Right. I ain't cool. Nigga, I got my own shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm outside. You see my? Yeah, nigga, I got mine too. I don't need <laughs> you, don't, you don't realize. Right. Where real wealth and opportunities are built. I now do, and my priority is that. So the way you talk about me when I made that decision, my new decision is to focus on that. Star is gonna be my star. I can't get no bigger. I can't. Why would you say that? What else? What else am I gonna do? So I can I can get I can get more artsy. I can change and do other projects where people go, "Wow, he's more talented," or we had no idea. I'm not gonna get bigger. Where am I going? What's the definition of more big? Like what, I don't, I don't need that. I'm not chasing that. I'm not, I'm not chasing a bigger light. Right. I'm not chasing a bigger light. Right now I'm chasing, what's the thing that I can build that will last and that other people can come through and other people can say, I, 
I, I went through this tunnel and this propelled me to doing blah, blah, blah. How many jobs can I create in here? How many people can I employ under here? How many life-changing opportunities come from these, the thing that I have here? How many people am I taking out the hood? How many people am I providing uh, homes for or putting food on the table? How many families are being fed under this? The struggle when you get to a certain place is, well, what's my real purpose? What am I supposed to do with this? I don't want it all. I don't want all the money. Right. I don't. You, it's boring having money by yourself. Because you do shit and nobody can't, else can do it with you. Your friends can't come. They can't do it with <laughs> yeah. you. So if you don't f***ing create the yeah. things for people to f***ing roll with you, yeah. it's lonely there. That's why my circle, that group of kids around me, they're not hanger owners. Spot to earn. They're not giving. Our lives changed because we made a commitment. We are a thing. That company heartbeat, we are a thing. I want to change lives. And the best way to do that is to fucking build the thing that acts as a foundation that you can keep building on. How do you choose that? What the thing is? No, no, no. How do you choose them people? Yeah. Because uh, that's what a lot of people, you get bread, but did you choose them people before you had bread, when I mean, you were building, you know when, you, when you were Silas the Albino? Yeah. we. we you know got, what I'm saying? Well, like, you know, it, you know was, it was a too, process. Yeah. Like, in watching True Story, and to let you, I'm gonna let you answer the question, in watching True Story, and because when you watch art, you always feel like there's some truth in it, mm -hmm. right? Like, like, like there's something that that creative or that that star had art to draw life. from. Art imitates life. life. And mm -hmm. so I'm watching that, I'm like, well, it looked like Kev then been through this. Yeah. And then has dealt with some of these things. Yeah. So, you, gotta, you have to pull it from a real place. Mm -hmm. And the dope thing about True Story, shout out to Wesley Snipes. I mean, that project isn't the project that it was without his involvement. Um, but another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's a heartbeat production. That's my company. Like the, the, the proudest thing about that isn't the performance isn't the, man, look at me act. No, I, I know I got that. I can do that when I want, that's a light switch. It's the company. We develop, we produce, and here's an example of what we now do. Damn, Wesley came to with me and my company. Netflix with me and my company. I'm in a partnership. I'm not a work for hire. I develop and create content. We're a media hub. That's the best part of the conversation. My circle around me kept me grounded and keeps me sound enough to be able to think about the future, to be able to think about the other ideas. I don't get to the space of company and company growth without a good foundation. My we 20 plus years in. My entertainment career, I've had a circle around me. I can't, I, you can't get through that, so you can't pop that bubble. Don't exist. There's no new added components into my friendship. In my world, I have new people that I know, I have friends outside, but my real foundation, it's a solid eight. Yeah. When you look at other people that act as examples, Brian, it's a solid eight. Oh, solid six. If you know, you know. If you're around, you know. And we know each other's foundation and it doesn't move. And that's beautiful because it doesn't exist. Our culture fits it up more than anybody else. We're very self-destructive when we get to the places where that financial revenue changes. What you get? Oh, I should be getting a, how much you, we, it's very, right. we, and that's, that's a problem. So if you don't personally try to break that chain from the top by leading with the position of we are all going to be good because we're going to make sure that we hold each other accountable, we take care of our own, but more importantly, we grow. The day that we get into the space of competitiveness, 
the day that our egos overpower and overshadow the opportunity ahead of us, we lose. Right now, if I ask you guys to tell me five bands, five music groups that are still together from back in the day, you're gonna struggle. Yeah. Nobody asks themselves why. Why do they all break up? Money. Why do they all fucking break up? <laughs> Ain't no money? Why does, I'm just saying, like, that's not a, like, nobody sees this. We ignore it. Why are we the culture that's always behind the nah, this shit ain't work? It ain't working. Now, we ain't that. It ain't. I just heard Deces and uh, Mero broke up, and I'm a fucking fan of these guys. By the way, the future is so bright for that thing. That IP, that opportunity, or whatever. Then I see him going back and forth on social media with like, what, what's happening? What do you, what, why? Why, why can't we ever surpass or overcome the financial hurdles that present themselves and stay, stay connected? Why can't we do that? It's called ego. That's why you remove it. Easier said than done in some it's, circumstances. It's actually not. In some, some instances. But, but. When, when people say that, right? When they say it's easier said than done, and the ego, the ego is, is very present and dominant, mm -hmm. right? You gotta ask yourself, why? 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 Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Me and Dwayne Johnson are good friends. You know why our shit works? DJ, I don't give a fuck about titles. I don't give a fuck about number one or number two. DJ, I don't, I don't care what that thing is. Like, what, dude, I love working with you. Right. You're my guy. I love you, champ. Love you too, Kev. You want to do this thing? Let's make it work. Kev, my company's producing it. You want, dope. I hope you guys knock it out the park. Let me see the materials. If I can help, I can. DJ, I got something that's coming from my company. Hey, do you want me to include you? Do you guys want to co-produce? How do you want to do it? Kev, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. Hope, can you sit down with me, man? I got a show. I want to talk to you. Yeah. Hey, man, I got this thing, guys, I'm doing. Chris, man, you should go. What do you think about doing New York together? Fuck it, we can co-headline it. Let's split this shit down the middle. I don't care. Fuck it, Kathy, yeah, let's do it. You think Dave will come to one of the shows? Let's ask him. Dave, what you want to do? Oh, my God, guys, it's great. There's no egos. With real success and real moves, the real ones, right. the real ones, there's no egos. Because collabs are collabs that don't question where I stand and what I am. Right. There's nothing about the next person that's going to affect or rock my world. I know I'm Kevin Hart. I don't need you to validate it. Right. I don't need that. I have no ego. Yeah. None. I got a fucking tequila. I'm not competing with Dwayne. Yeah. It's not me versus him. You bring his bottle out here, I'll be the first to hold it up. I'll be the first to support my guy while I have mine. Because there is no ego. People don't understand that there's so much room for us all. But there's this warped view that there isn't. There's this warped view that it can only be one. That's the beautiful thing of Chappelle, me and Chris on stage. There's this thing of there can, no, there can only be one. There can only be one great guy. No, it can. It can be a bunch, actually. That's why they have so many different titles in boxing. That's why they have so many belts in boxing. Because there's so many great champions. It's not just one. Floyd is the great. He's a Hall of Famer, but other people are undefeated, too. They can't beat Floyd, but they still beat a bunch of people, which is why they're the CWCEFQ <laughs> champ. I want it. I'm Justin, you I'm, go. I'm always the one that want to give flowers on the show, so I want to give Floyd his flowers, right? Absolutely. Floyd, he always talks about he just wants us to win. Floyd's a good guy. He's helped us tremendously with connecting the dots and, and getting people like yourself on here. So shout out, Champ. We love you, boy. It's about just winning. Taking the ego out the way. We're going to continue to make big moves, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, you're going to let The Rock know he, he stayed down the street from me. Okay. Well, he used to. Okay. I DM that big motherfucker. <laughs> but I know sorting through the 390 million followers.
Seven seconds, motherfucking DM. You no, know, we just want to talk about XFL and some shit. You, know, listen, you feel me? Listen, DJ's a good dude, man. Right, right, I mean, right. I, I don't know many that are busier than me. I mean, look, you look, look at us doing yeah. this and how yeah, I got yeah. coming. Yeah. Like it's it's right. we right. we really are busy. Like you know how people say it, but not doing shit. Right. That that motherfucker's addicted to work. Like mm -hmm. he really is working, mm -hmm. but he's not stupid. Like we. You guys are moving and navigating in the space where your engagement is only going to grow. And it's because of the thing that you built. That's 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 a fact. He's not gonna ignore that. And I'm telling right. you, as a fact, him seeing me on, and I'll tell him, like it's a dope thing just to go and sit down. But you'll find it's not that hard. Like it's right. like people that understand, understand. You're not selling him on it. You wouldn't have to. So I would on on behalf of me coming on here. I would simply give him a throw, like, dude, you should, especially he's got shit to talk about, so he's gonna do it. Right. I think that's what's been the, the dope thing about this, about this space. And in the same sense, Kev, like we're still fans. Mm -hmm. You know, like like driving over here, it wasn't lost on me. Like I've met you before at ESPN a ton of mm -hmm. times. It wasn't lost on me. Like, this still, this still effing Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. Like, period, point blank. But what we do love about this show, man, is we have conversations, especially for our culture, that are important. Uh, black fathers. Mm -hmm. is, is a conversation we have a ton. Um, and the whether people try to speak to the lack thereof or the efficiency of the way that they play their roles, you are heavily involved as a husband mm -hmm. and as a, a father in your children's lives. And you make the jokes. Like my favorite, one of my favorite things you ever said, Barry Charline, let me get my flops. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like I've been there with my kids, but you know, in, in having a, a blended family and, and, and now being friends uh, with Tori, but raising a family with the Nico. How do you, how do you manage to do all of those things at a high level and still do this? Uh, you, you get better, right? I can, I can credit, I can credit my ex-wife on growth, myself too. Um, it's not about us, right? There's a period where your fight blurs in to the to the world of raising kids and you gotta realize they got nothing to do with the with the shit that we had. Right. And through the course of the years we've gotten better. We've become friends. Right? We had to learn to be friends again. Um, you know, my wife Nico, the idea of a husband that's on a move, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. But we're investing into this thing. We're growing and building this thing. I'm a good fucking dad. I ain't the best dad, but I'm, I'm a good dad. For real. I'm there. We talk. My kids know what I do. When I leave, the young ones, daddy has to go to work. They know why dad's working. They know what I'm working towards. They know the importance of work. Um, as, a, as a father, especially as a black father, the conversation the conversation isn't consistent enough about the good ones. Mm -hmm. People love to hear about the bad ones. People love right. to hear, you know, about, dead, dead about mother don't take care of the kids, but they don't like to hear about the ones that do. And if anything, you guys having a conversation here and giving those men their flowers was well-deserved. And by the way, women are fucking amazing. You're, mm -hmm. you're impeccable when it comes to strength, when it comes to value, you, I bow down. I bow down, you got that. We're never gonna compete. That's not, it's not a competition, but we're needed and we're necessary. Yeah. And if you understand your role and you play your role at the highest level, you'll see a return and result from your impact, from your kids. It's all about raising good people. My daughter, heaven is in, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how proud I am of her. She's interning underneath my company umbrella not because she was forced, but because she asked. Um, my son is a representation of, I saw what you did and I wanna do it. My son gets up in the morning, he takes his jogs, he wants to work out, he's 15. Hitting the gym at 6 a.m. randomly because dad, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna roll with you or I'm gonna go be with you. The little ones, like kids, they're sponges. What you do, what they see, they will, they will follow. There's no bigger return of love than that, than seeing that. When I see Steph Curry 
and I see his dad come up to him after a game and you see Dell look at his son with that feeling of, yeah. And then he got another son and he goes, yeah. Like that love of, I did, I did good. Yeah. I did good. Like, it's no longer about you. It's about the, I did good. I'm at that place where I'm looking at my kids and I'm going, I did good. I'm not out the weeds yet. You know, I still, they, they're not out yet. You know, you get to that 21 period, then you can say, all right, at this point, it ain't, it's whatever you want to do. You gotta make adult decisions. Yeah, yeah, it's not, but you get to look and see the people that you raise. What kind of people are they? Are they selfish? Are they dickheads? Yeah. You know, you got people who got kids that are dickheads, and they gotta look at them like, you fucking dickheads. Like, (laughs) they can't say it, but they, God damn it, this kid's a dickhead. Right. Like, I don't have that. Like, I got good kids. They're good people, man. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing with these two other ones. I'm not having no more kids. I'm throwing these balls in the trash. I, I want nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, I threw, line, line, I threw mine back you in got the 2009. You got I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I've already had a conversation. Only reason why I can't get it now. conversation don't get that damn The only reason why cut. I can't get it now is because of my schedule. I have a question. Are you ready? Because they, they, they cut mine and- I don't give a fuck if they took they, them both they, out and threw and them on they, the roof. And they burned them. No, hey, you hey. want to have the look though. No. You need the look. Hey, you can take my balls and you can <laughs> fuck it. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't need balls. I don't you gotta have the look balls. though. I don't give a fuck what about, about the balls. slap. I don't give a, you really hey, stroking. Hey, <laughs> I don't want another kid. I don't want another fucking kid. <laughs> but I'm slap hey, though, hey, you can leave them in there. Hey. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't want another child. You can take my balls and I don't give a fuck what you do. Take, do you tell me they got to come off? All right, it is what it is, sir. <laughs> take them off. Take the balls off, I guess. <laughs> I have a talk with my wife. No, <laughs> hey, wait, tell me the way Logan knew. So my wife, we were kind of arguing one day and my daughter knew I had a vasectomy. She was very little. And she was like, mom. Why are you treating dad like this? Oh my God. You already made him cut his penis off. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I said, wait, baby. Wait, you thought I didn't have one no more? Snip. Yeah, no, nah, I, like, I still got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, bro, it's funny. It, I love that you line it up, even with this joke. I, I, I mess off a lot and I BS bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I got to joke. Actually, delivery is kind of like yours because mm-hmm. I love your shit. Mm-hmm. So me and my wife go to a nudist colony. Like Sorry? once a. <laughs> Once a year, we go to a nudist colony. What's going on? Yeah, that's we go to, Yeah, we go to a place where like you walk in, everybody just gets naked and I heard you said. I, I, I didn't know if you knew this. No, I'm just asking you what's going on. Okay, yeah, so we go to the nudist colony, and you know, we just kind of go around. You got to shave everything and show out, and especially when you shave your shit, it looks bigger because you gain inches from no hair. Let's back up for a second. I just, <laughs> just want to get clarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all just, y'all just. He's hanging out of y'all fucking these people. Like, what's, what's that? <laughs> no, no, no. There are swingers there. But you have you you set the precedent. I get when you that. Get I want I don't know why you're not listening to me. <laughs> I wanna know what do you y'all so y'all y'all get down, is what you say. We it's kind of the question, but we we don't get down, but we just like to be around naked people together. <laughs> you see what I'm doing, bro. I'm out hey, of here. Hey, I'm a, that's y'all two conversations. Yeah. I'm gonna drink okay, happy so days. Just, so we just we just like to be around naked people. The one thing that gets me. You you hear what you're saying out loud, brother? I hear what I'm saying out loud. The one thing that gets me is just, it's just eating. <laughs> like breakfast. What you eating, Chan? I don't want, you know, they at the buffet, your dick's by my eggs. <laughs> I don't want your dick by my eggs. <laughs> I eat coochie. I don't want coochie by my eggs, even though I eat coochie and, <laughs> and eggs. <laughs> this is my Kevin Hart delivery. Yeah, I'm, I'm still at the point you just saying we just like to be around naked people. You don't like to be around naked people? Be honest with you, I have no desire to be around a bunch of people I don't know just sitting there naked. That's what I said. But some people, but the women, you like, you you better strip club. I'm you willing to bet. Women. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to bet a good a good number. It ain't a lot of put together people going to these women's <laughs> no, stages. No, 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 so no, like, no, no. I'm no, willing no. to bet you. No hippies. I'm willing to bet a real strong number. That you're looking at some bad bodies out there. Mm-hmm. That, that's 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 a fact. Discourage steel nipples, titties, and coochie. So you just so you just I you're just, just a free you're free spirit. Oh, you're free I spirit. just run around. Yeah, you and your wife and are free spirit. We're free spirit. Got it. She likes to tan, and it's not like I'm I'm six three, 
but I just got a 6'3 dick. I don't have a 6'7 dick. Like, it's not impressive. I don't it's know what normal. That I have no, I don't know what that means. And I don't want, I don't want you to keep going. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 you know, don't want, you want like a baby leg nah, laying I to your you. knee. I heard yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I don't have nothing to my knee. I've never, my yeah, I don't, dick's I don't never go, seen hey, my knee. Hey, we can stop. Right here. Yeah, we can stop. I don't think you have to get, I'm going to tell you something about swingers and what you should process. I have a friend. I have a friend named Big J. Uh, Jay, if you're watching this, this I'm going to tell the story. You're probably going to, you're probably going to figure out a way. I haven't talked to you in a long time, but I have to tell this story. So, Big J Okerson, it's a comedian friend of mine from Philadelphia that I started out with, and Big J went through this period where he was interested in swinging. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. a true story, hand on the Bible, and he convinced his girl to swing. Right? He said we should do it, and he wanted to do it because. The other couple that he wanted to do it, the guy's like woman was, he said like she was she was great looking. Like I, I want to do it because I can get to her. Like we can, it can be great. And I was like, dude, I said, you taking a gamble. I said, that's a lot. It's aggressive, right? It's not really my cup of tea, but I don't know how people live and I don't knock what people do with their lives because that's your life. Mm-hmm. Big J said they swung and he watched this guy fuck the dog shit out of his life. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I have never, he never bounced back from it. Uh, he never bounced back. <laughs> he saw, I'm telling you, man, uh-huh. I don't know what you think he is. <laughs> if you get in there and somebody goddamn go double overtime on your lady, uh-huh. you may not bounce back from that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you need to think of it all. Motherfucker, think about the first step. You better yeah. think about three, four, and five. You nah, see a motherfucker sweat dripping from his head. <laughs> Oh, you lady, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I don't want to see that's that. aggressive. Ain't no going back, so you need to ask yourself that. Nah, okay? but <laughs> on some real shit though, yeah. like it's some advantages to height, right? Shaq was on the show, and Chan asked him a question about. If you tell me he asked Shaq about his dick, I'm walking. No, 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 no. Okay, it was about All right. sixty-nine. All right. Like, can your big ass 69? Because he can. So, like, but I think What's on the on? opposite side of the spectrum. I just I like to ask good questions. Saying. Like, you know, we get through the good stuff. That, so that's Chan. Yeah. What's yeah. happening? No, but this this is the it was thing. For the culture before. Because I'm thinking, as I'm, as I'm here, Shaq can probably struggle. But I'm thinking about you right now, bro. Oh, first of all, why are you thinking about him? Well, no, I ain't you. thinking about I you. There's two things. Not like that. Listen, I'm gonna tell you all this, and I, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You're too nasty. Okay? No, 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 no. I'm you, see, no you, need to, you need to figure it out, okay? You I got three kids. Listen, I've been married for You need to figure years. it out, all right? I don't know where the math or geography is off for you guys, but it's common sense. What, do you think if you are partaking in the 69 position that your height comes into play? You're dealing with a half space of your body. Your legs have nothing to do with the 69, you but, fucking jackass. No, but listen, <laughs> but, but you okay, get so head, you so, get some head but and Fred, get your soul, toes. You are talking same. about the bandwidth of torso. Are you, but I got a Shaq's torso to a five foot woman's torso and Shaq's torso, it's not gonna match do up. Do you think Shaq got a tall torso or does he have long legs? He has, a, he has a longer torso than a, than a woman. Your torso and my torso aren't that far off. Our legs are different because that's what people fucking grow. Are you serious? I gotta explain? I just I know. So, 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 Kev. Put your leg at, out. At your right side. now, stick your leg out. You stick your leg out. You see your leg, you see my leg. It's <laughs> twice bigger. Exactly, right? But now, our torsos are the same. Look how we're sitting here. But look at my now, head. Look my at head, your, my head is over your head. Our torsos are not far off. Your body and your torso you don't see motherfuckers with a long torso. <laughs> yes. You have Michael, Phelps, Michael Phelps has a long torso. My, Michael Phelps' arms get past his knees. He's a different, <laughs> he's a fucking show, he's different. He's motherfucking different. Okay, so but sexually. One of one. What, what about picking the girl up? You seen baby boy? <laughs> Vin Rains with the with the with the nigga squat? Yeah, he's been, he been waiting on this yeah. all day. Yeah. Could yeah. you Squat because I don't know if you could pick a girl up and do that and jump around the house. I don't know. So, if, like, so let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If, if you make the choice, squat. Yeah. At that point, you're no longer having sex. You're bored. You 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 have nothing to do with your time. You never just that you said I'm going to hop around the room. And, and by the way, probably one of the stupidest things I've seen in my life. Okay. 
I don't know how your knees are. I'm 43. I have a hard time. Okay. I have a hard time here. He had 17 knee surgeries. He yeah, never he, so he in talking. What, he in just what talking. world just are you squatting <laughs> after the age 40? Who ain't nobody doing that? And if you do, I want to see what I want to know what knees you got. Hey, Kev, maybe he had to do it at the nudist colony because somebody yeah. else was showing out. I put a knee brace on, a sleeve. <laughs> I just don't. He had a on. All I had on was a sleeve. How old are you? I'll be 39 here in a couple months. 39? Yeah. 39? And I'm squat. He just looked way older. That's all. He just looked older. My fucking definitely got a 46 year old face. Yeah, he just got a 46 year old face. Care, we got a Philly pivot, man. Y'all in the same territory right now. That's his shit. But growing up in Philly, like, take us back, man. Uh... <laughs> how, how do we get there? No, by the way, very, but, uh, it's going to be great no matter what. Yeah, but, but you got to yeah. understand, you can't let shit like that fly. Like, you just, when somebody randomly says things that, that are a little out of this world, you got to, you got to, what do you what do you mean by that? Like you have to make people explain certain things just so you know they hear it. You know what? I did have a question about oh, that because shit. I got caught up in <laughs> what um the the who can who can regulate your jokes? That's what that's what the whole sex colony question was. Who can Ken. regulate my jokes? Like because is it your boys? Is it your manager? Is it your wife? Because my wife that was the thing when I started talking about the sex stuff on this show. When I started talking about the sex stuff and talking about me and my wife and I play kitty she cat got and I play dog and she yeah like he he, he, he on the porch and he dresses as a kitten I and she comes out and gets cat, him and she comes and gets him especially when it's raining because I'm wet yeah. and she'll come get me from the door. And she and I like scratch on the door and she'll open it up like an old woman and she'll bring me in the house. And I'm it's all sick. It's sick. <laughs> I'm all the milk in his mouth. No, yeah, yeah, and she'll have a little bowl of milk. Like we we have a good time. <laughs> That's not a good time, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> but like when I started telling those stories, my wife got mad mm -hmm. and it kind of ran me like she she's the only one in the world that can make me not tell a joke. Yeah. And the sensitivity with, with comedy right now, the she sensitivity basically told you, She basically around. was like, I don't like what you're doing. You shouldn't be talking like that about me. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with that. And so I stopped Stop it for it. a while. Yeah. Is there anybody that like is there anybody in the world that regulates or stops your joke? I kind of feel like you you just could have said that. Right? <laughs> I feel like I do. I feel like he just you just could have said, Kevin, when it comes to your jokes, is no. there anybody in your household or around that can so Make you feel a like decision you could stop. We didn't, I didn't need to know none. Everything that he said, if I could get that piece of my life back, I would. <laughs> if you could tell me I could go back seven minutes and get that back, I'll sign up right now. <laughs> right? Uh, listen, when it comes to the understanding of sensitivity, uh, I did overlook it for quite some time. You know, um, I talk about my family, uh, you know. Vividly, we, we, I, not we, me. I've said things, I've put things out there and you know, my daughter checked me. My daughter's 17. My daughter had a talk with me and she was like, dad, you know, I'm at a point now where I go to school and I don't want to be the conversation of, or I don't want to be the punchline because at school that can go and grow into blah, blah, blah. Right. And it wasn't an argument. I respected her for her stance, her maturity. And I said, moving forward, honey, I, I won't do it. And I said, I, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I never thought of it that way. And, you know, same thing with ex-wife, son, wife. Like, it's, it's, it's a thing. So you got to be conscious of it all. Um, yeah, you're in a, we're in a sensitive time where you got to be aware of others' feelings and, you know, the context of what you say and how you say it. But... Comedy doesn't die. You can still be true to you. You can still perfect your craft and do it at a high level. You're just more aware. So I'm more aware and I have been, but you know, it's, it's unfortunately just within time comes change, right? I'm not fighting to change. I'm not, I'm not here to uh, take a stance of or do the, the unthinkable. That's not who I am or what I am. Um, and for those that matter, that are close around me, you know, I make sure that their presence is felt when they need it to be. My the, daughter needed it to be, so I, it's easy change. Is that the difficult part, the, the joke parts? Or when we talked about living your life very publicly, and I think the thing that has made me a, a, 
a bigger fan of you, not just your talent, is your honesty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like so many people, because you did become the family man, right? You did become the family man. And so many people try to only let the world in on that. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm having an issue, I'm going to close up. Mm -hmm. And you and your wife spoke very vividly about the struggles, you know, you guys have dealt with. Yeah. Is that when you do speak publicly about those things, you know what? I made a mistake and I'm trying to make up to my wife for this mistake I've made. I want to be better. Well, here's, here's the thing, like, even within these questions, it's, it's not groundbreaking to understand that if a man fucks up, he wants to right his wrong. Right. We, we, this isn't, we're not, we're not talking about fucking algebra. We're not talking about the hardest problem to solve. We, we're talking about something that should be common sense, right? Damn, I gotta make it right. That's life. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. And by the way, everybody thinks they're invincible until they realize they're not, right? You really wanna break it down to you. Nobody prepares you for the higher levels of success. Nobody gives you a book. You don't get a pamphlet. Here's fame and here's how to operate in it. I'm a part of a very small percentage. You know the crazy thing about this percentage that I'm on? is only a few see from this POV. Well, with the other 98%, you see from that POV. Well, I've seen from both. I've been in the 98% and I'm now part of the 1%. You don't see from my side. I see from yours and mine. You don't. So the POV from the outside to the end, well, it doesn't go, the door doesn't go around completely. It's one-sided. So why would I fight or argue? Is that where you get the, ah, ah, I can't believe it. Like you said earlier, like, oh, oh my God, like he stepped out, like I can't believe it. It's like, what are we, what are we talking yeah. about? Some debates aren't worth, aren't worth debating about. Hoes had some shit to me. It was so great. And he said in the interview one time, he was like, you know, when you argue with a fool from afar, nobody knows who the fool is. Because you both, but you both look like a fool. Mm -hmm. So you argue with a fool, and you on the outside, and y'all both doing this right here. From afar, you both look like the fool. I don't know who's right or who's wrong. So some things aren't worth discussions. Some things are, yeah, you can process it how you want. Okay. I'm all right. I'll be okay. My concern is here. I focus over here. If I get this right, then I'm all right. What was your childhood like uh, coming up in Philly? So many, so many. I was a fucking thug. For real? No. Go ahead. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I want to get into it, Sorry. but it's so many great. Um, so I felt the moment. I felt ton, I had a moment of, to get into it. Ton of great uh, entertainers. I mean, musically, sports. You know, um, from Cunningham, a lot of great Philadelphia Eagles team, Sixers, Barkley back in the day. Um, what inspires you, like local legends? Local legends. I mean. Our list is long. I mean, you said two, and I really feel like you cheated us. You could have, you could have went, you could have went a lot further. When you not about really, not really. No, it's a ton. Two. You can go AI. You want to go Dr. J. You want to go Barkley. You want to go Patty Labelle. No, it's too Roots. long. Yeah. You want to go Music to Soul Child. You want to go Will Smith. I mean, you can literally go down a list of what's come out of Philadelphia. Uh, talent, um, creative. We are a we are a city, we breed them, right? We've done so, we will continue to do so. Um, I think the dopest thing about Philadelphia, just understanding that it's a hard city to be in, period, um, and it's a hard city to make it out of. But we're a city that when we love you, we love you. When we love you, we love you. You, you, you can't do no wrong. And in Philadelphia, I'm, I'm, I, I say this and I mean it, there's no embrace better. There's no embrace better. It's a rough city, man. We're a rough fucking city. Who's your, fa your favorite rapper? I mean, we had a, we had a great moment, man. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Beanie Siegel, mm. Beanie Siegel. Freeway. Yeah. He was, Beanie, I don't wanna say was, I hate saying was. Beanie, Beanie made Philadelphia realize that other people were watching us. Mm. 
right? Like when they signed Beans and Beans was rolling with, Beans had the album, Beans created the label. We saw them watch us. Right. They know, right? Like you see the way Meek moved now, like, you know, people watch us. We, we're a conversation of our own. Mm-hmm. We are a, we are a breed of our own. We have, from style, from personnel, language, you know, we, we're a city that can stand on, and we can be identified. I'm from Philly. Look at that beard, he's from Philly. Got the Tim's on with the guy, that's Philly. He just got the braids on. Like we have, we have signature things that are attached. And I think, you know, those are, those are culture, culture specific things that you don't lose, you, you hold on to. So, you know, my love for my city is never going away. It's only going to grow. And I'm, I'm defined by that, right? Yeah. International superstar, bro. Mm-hmm. World, universe-wide superstar. Mm-hmm. You said it. Great dad, great husband, like everything you do. Your insecurities right now. What, like, what, what, when you sit, chill, in the shower, like, you have any insecurities right now? Bro, you know you got money. Like, like you're good. Yeah. But what's your insecurities right now? I don't know why. I don't know why you have to make me naked. I think you can just say it, like, <laughs> because I like people being naked. Yeah, you I like just said, Kevin. What are you thinking? About? I was gonna ask you about the Tommy Hilfiger uh, photo shoot. Yeah, I, but, I know about that too. I just want to. I just want to help yeah, you. Just I didn't future, know, just for the show. If you're making, a, if you're shooting draws, do you meet up before? Yeah. Do you meet up a well, little bit, get some blood flowing? Here's the thing. No, I just want you to know that yeah, the same <laughs> questions, the exact same questions can be asked without without any of it. You can just say, Kev, hey man, are there anything anything bothering you? Any insecurities that you're having currently today? How would I You do didn't it? need the shower. You didn't need but the just, shower. I, I, I was trying to do like when you by yourself. You just say when you by yourself. <laughs> you just say that. Kev, when you by yourself, have you ever thought? It's quick, it's easy, actually. Uh, but maybe so that, you know, as you, in this space, for you, I just want you to understand <laughs> Same question. Just <laughs> um, I don't. I don't have. I don't want to say I don't have. I have. To, I don't. I don't have insecurities. I mean, I don't care enough to be insecure about. Like, I don't like. I'm not bothered. Life is a. Uh, dude, life is too dope. It's too dope that it's not promised. Caring about the shit that you can't control, that shit'll kill you. The, my, the one thing that the pandemic showed the world is that an idle mind is dangerous. Like literally sitting with nothing to do and just conjuring up or thinking all day. Like we, we didn't know the world of anxiety. We didn't know the world of mental health and how like real it was until pandemic or a little pre-pandemic, it really was like, oh shit. Oh, people are really going through, oh, this is, this is real. I don't, I don't give myself an opportunity to battle me with my thoughts about me. I can't, I've never done that. And to the people that do do that or that are going through that, I understand what that world of pain and what that thing can be. So it's not a knock to it at all. I'm never putting myself in that position. I never have. So the things that would deem to be insecurities are, you know, the, the, you're talking about minor. I mean, I got a got a black toenail. I, at one point, I wasn't. Taking off my socks, and then I was like, who gives a toenail? The pinky? I, I the pinky like, toe? Whoever, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I want to see. No, I don't want to tell you. That's why I didn't want to tell you. I knew you were saying I knew you were saying Hey, hey man, listen. I, before, <laughs> be, hey, man, before, before Chan tried to get you naked, um, I, I love getting an opportunity uh, to do this, but... We understand that the most important thing a person can give you is their time. Yes. And we also understand that not everybody's time is worth the exact same amount. Mm -hmm. We know how much your time is worth. We know how much uh, your space is worth. And for you to give us this time is truly uh, the largest honor of this show. 
Um, I've been around you before. I've never been around you uh, in this space. I hope that people really understand that we got a piece of, of Kevin Hart, not just the entertainer, not just the mogul, um, but the human. And for us, uh, we are truly blessed. I mean, That's thank dope, you so man. much for sitting down, bro. It was truly a reality check for yeah. us. And That's yeah. dope. Look, I, I'm, I mean it when I say it. Like, I, I fuck with what you're doing, but I'm, I want to see people win. Yeah. I want to see people win. And if we can continue to find real examples of supporting one another, especially within our culture, we can, if we can really define moments where like we're helping to elevate, amplify, that shit is contagious. After a while, you got no choice but to follow suit. Um, I watched the Michael Beasley episode, fucking strong. Like when you, like when you, when you're in that environment and you getting, you're, you're, you're getting things that you're pushing out, but that are real care moments, real, real give fuck moments. Well, those are things that you want to see people see more of. So uh, I hope that this no, puts you in a position to, to get more, gain more, and it's not forced. Right. Hey, this ain't a chore. Yeah. I'm not like, ah, here we go do this dumb shit. Here we go. It's fucking good. So shout out to y'all. Keep it up. Um, Appreciate it. I don't know uh, the world of what you do, but I'm, I'm going to, or what you have, but I assume that this is your sponsor. Yep. Uh, good shit. Get your money however you can. I love the people that want you. Um, I'll send you guys a case just for you guys in life. Also, too, one last question, though. Are you going to actually be, are the Eagles going to be good enough for you to get denied walking to the stage again? Oh, yeah. Or no? That's a low blow. That white rapper side. Huh? That's a low blow. <laughs> they let, I, was, I was on the field. That was they a very low blow. Oh, I'm sorry. You was over there, though. You was there. I could have. Yeah, the thing is, I was only there to get the trophy. The trophy went by me. I didn't see it. The trophy <laughs> went. And literally, they brought it this way, and I was turned. And I told my wife, I was like, I'll be back. I'm going to. I wanted to see the trophy so I can get a yeah. picture. They fucking walked right by. <laughs> if I had been turned this way, I wouldn't have got denied because I would have had the trophy there. Uh, hey, we might go to camp this year, man. You want us to tell them anything for you? We got a training camp tour coming. If, up. if the Eagles get, I have no problem getting to the stage. Okay. It's Philadelphia. Okay. Uh -huh. It's where I was. Mother. In Minnesota, that that cold place. Okay, it's a lot. It's a lot that went into that moment. That hand on the chest, it hurt me for a while. But Ken, why ain't you hit him with? Motherfucker put a strong hand on my chest. Looked me in the eye. He told me flat out, Kevin, you're drunk. No. And I said, all right. I remember going, all right. I turned around. You know why I was drunk? Because the tequila I was drinking wasn't Grand Cormino. It's not a commercial. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Nothing better than a Cristalino that comes from a place of love. Grand Cormino. Celebrate your journey. Hard work tastes different. That Mino Lino took me four years to make this. If you don't know what a Cristalino is, I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's a clear reposado. That Mino Lino gets them. <laughs> That's not a commercial. Oh, hell of a sale. My dog, appreciate you, man. Boy. Yes, appreciate you, bro. Great. We got to go on vacation Fine. together. Well, it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit you up. We all ride. Hey, you know. It's never. There, we'll fly Blue. southwest. Y'all will take the plane. The white repo, that's crazy. Great. Whose idea was it? Mine. I that's crazy. What gives me a different space? Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. Uh, on a mission, got me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on the vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Take a stomach cap, pin in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up.